AKA Patterns. Welcome to episode 469 of AKA. <laughs> Can I say AKA Pads Audio Audacity Podcast? I'm your host, Peter A. DeLuca, and today we're continuing a long uh, catch up, a long uh, analysis of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, let me tease the next episode, maybe the next two, because Thor Love and. Uh, oh. I'm the pop culture pope, by the way, and uh, you know if you if you want to know more about me, just go to akapad.com or just akapad69 on Instagram. I'm all over social media, but really the source is akapad.com. Uh, even there, you can uh, you can uh, support me by purchasing Uzi Susie. That's my comic book. Uh, any crowdfunding campaign that I'm a part of, there's there's just quite a few. But anyway, rock and rolling. Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, yeah, it is controversial. It uh, lit the internet on fire. It probably made the marketing department for the Marvel Cinematic Universe amazingly happy because, you know, the uh, defenders and haters uh, promoted the hell out of this movie to the point that Thor Love and Thunder had little promotion going into its release uh just when it comes to the timing of the trailers you did see it circulate a little bit on people looking for any type of info on this movie and not a lot was coming out the movie comes out and uh, here we go we have a bang 144 milli opening that's impressive against a budget of 250 milli at the end of the day and this is one of the reasons why I delayed talking to you all about this. I had to see how the box office played out. Uh, I believe it got one, one, two, and three. This would be the third, uh, the third or fourth week of release. Uh, it got uh, number three or four next to uh, Super Pets. Took over the box over office with uh, twenty-three million. But this past weekend, uh, it's another thirteen million for the weekend. We're looking good. We're looking good. The movie. Uh, two fifty. Just say with me, expensive as fuck. That's a lot. So, what are some some of these other issues, and why why did I have to have a delay? Why did I have to wait and see? And believe me, I've been doing nothing but stockpiling releases for all of you. But the timing of these episodes and just the flow of these episodes are somewhat of a documentation. And the Marvel Cinematic Universe at this point, post-COVID, really saved theaters. And I believe we all owe something to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the people who make these movies for that, for saving theaters, for saving the cinematic experience. And you'd be like, Pete, what are you talking about? Spider-Man No Way Home did it. So this movie comes in with a ton of controversy, a ton of... You know, Tai Tiki Watiki, whatever the heck that dude's name is. He's a writer, director, uh, creative genius, by the way. But, you know, he was sending out a tweet that, uh, hey, baby, uh, I'm going to destroy your your mythos. Or I, I can destroy your mythos in one scene or in one minute. And then uh, the revelation that Natalie Portman, that we're going to go with the Jane Foster Thor. Uh, I, in one of my YouTube videos, speculated that uh, the love for Love and Thunder was going to be between Natalie Portman and Valkyrie, or at this point, Thor and Valkyrie, even though um, it does. The very title of this movie confuses, is Thor a name or a title or both? And uh, I guess we got our answer. It's both in this movie. 
So there, there was a lot of this. Uh, there's a lot of what you would call SJW isms, and there was a lot of SAW isms pushbacks. This is significant. This is significant when it comes to what we see and hear around this movie, and there is some stock in that because the normal film goer doesn't know what's happening on Twitter. Twitter is such a small, minute pocket. It doesn't affect openings. We saw it. This movie opened at 144. Uh, if people were on board with this movie, would it had opened bigger? Did Thor Love and Thunder overall, box office wise? You know, and we're talking about a domestic $301 million movie. A huge success on any account. Keep that in mind, on any account. A $300 million movie that is essentially a sequel. And you would say to yourself, of course, it's a sequel, dingbat. Pete, it is a sequel. You're no pop culture pope. No, it is a sequel to Thor Ragnarok. It's not a sequel to Thor or Thor The Dark World. And I do back the middle, like the middle child of the Thor movies. Dark World's legit. I love that freaking movie. So, sequels usually open awesome, and they kind of trail off. Austin Powers, Shrek 2, Pirates of the Caribbean, Iron Man 2. It's a pretty good list. And every once in a while, we get sequels that uh, go above and beyond. Uh, we're, we're, we're just talking money here. We're not talking critical or anything. And... This thing that happens with sequels that have a level of anticipation that Thor Love and Thunder had. Sorry about that. I got a little phone call. Uh, but yeah, but to a level of anticipation. See, so here's what happens. When there's this level of a anticipation, uh, the marketing and all the hype it's built into the movie. It's built into the DNA. Uh, you cannot run away from it. It's there. I believe, just so on the analytic sense, that uh, this is a conversation. Uh, we have charts. We have pie charts. We have uh, X charts. We, we, we have all kinds of charts that kind of show us that uh, we're good backing out of some of the marketing on this one. And we're going to land here. I believe that the bean counters within Hollywood count the beans so well, they predict what the movie's going to do going into its release. These are concepts that escape so many people. They, they, they really do. So, but what happened when, even with all of the, the beans, you know, all the charts, like we have something like Lightyear, which is dropping on, on Disney Plus within the next few days. But Lightyear uh, kind of was built into this big thing, and it didn't quite happen. Well, this is the hubris. Uh, same hubris, also, that goes into sports, by the way. Sometimes you just don't know until you know. Thor Love and Thunder, it's the movie that the marketers wanted because it didn't need a lot of marketing. It's the movie that Disney wanted because 
collectively worldwide, it's at $662 million against a $250 budget. So Disney's happy. I would say the creative is happy because the end of this movie wraps up with Thor. uh, We all reference his cyborg eye, by the way, but Thor has his hammer back that he lost in Ragnarok that he went through uh, to Avenger Adventures without. But he has his hammer back. He's back to being normal Thor. He goes through what might be creatively the greatest cinematic character arc of our time i will say ever next to rocky it's rocky great arc going into creed 2 thor's there kids so creatively it's a thumbs up i think for the stock of the director tai tiki with tiki kiki great for him natalie portman came into a role nobody wanted her to have boom you're there. You're dead. You're there. You're in the afterlife now. Spoiler there. So it's all of these things. But guess what? Here we go. This is the gotcha. And I, and and uh, it's a good one. It's maybe still not the movie people wanted. That's it. At the end of this movie, I looked at my friend, my buddy, Mark. Mark with a mouth. We call him little guy. He's been on the show. I look at him, and he looks at me, and we go, uh, uh, uh. You even, he wasn't even that excited to even hang out for the end credits. He saw the end credits. Didn't even fuck it. He's like, who the fuck is her? Who the fuck is this? It, like, okay, we're done with some of this stuff in, in, in the MCU. What we want is Iron Man, Captain America. We want Thor. We want the banter. We want the high adventure. And uh, we're in a weird zone. Now, I believe this movie broke with the with this Zeus scene. It broke with the Zeus. It never came back. The goats were hyped. The goats were just nothing but confusing. There's no majesty of Asgard. Putting Asgard on Earth is an issue. It doesn't mean you can't have high adventure. Because this movie promotes high adventure. But it's like... It's still not there. Uh, I like the the running gag or the running commentary that this is another adventure for Thor. And we should look at that uh, as such. Meaning it's an adventure. We're on, we're off. Great stuff. Uh, great callback. Uh, again, these are things people are missing about these movies. They are just you know, mostly standalone adventures. Sometimes they're not when they're tied into too much of the MCU. Civil War, Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange 2. I'm looking in, in your direction. So the movie is as much of a success as it's a failure. It's a failure because it didn't get inside people's guts. And that is a very hard thing to replicate when something like Ragnarok comes out of nowhere and thrills people. You know, same situation with Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace, okay? And it took them a little bit to get the, the James Bond mojo back. So it's, you know, but at the same time, people who say this movie is not a success, they're being disingenuous and they're lying. 
the movie is a success. It's it's a six hundred and sixty two million dollar success. And then we're all moving on. Because even creatively, at least we have Thor going through this giant arc. He's back to being Thor. There's no Stormbreaker, and we're rocking and rolling. Next movie, next adventure, Thor will be Thor. Natalie Portman's dead. It's a footnote. We're moving on. Creatively, this movie wrapped it up well. The final act, the final scenes of this movie, outside of the weird stuff with the kids, the second time this movie broke, by the way. Okay. But everything with Gore and the child and his death in this movie and the resurrection of the child and Thor coming full circle and dealing with the death of his love, it's there. Save the movie at the end, same as Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Moving on. Let's talk the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 4, Episode 470. And then, look, everyone, we're going to go right into Predator mode because Predator drops this week. And so does Lightyear. Uh, it's going to be busy. We're going to go for double drops uh, twice, you know, two drops a day until we're over this hump. And Predator, we're going to go into all the Predator movies going into Predator. Lightyear will just be Lightyear. Uh, I'm so freaking curious about Lightyear because of, of the backlash. And keep in mind, there will be more Thor, Love and Thunder coming because we are a part of long-form film discussion and analysis. I said it before, I keep watching Doctor Strange 2 to really get into that movie. Spider-Man, No Way Home, keep watching it to really get into that movie so I can come back and talk to you more about what these movies are and what the intent is. Intent is something that is lost in all modern-day film critique. I, don't, I haven't met a reviewer or seen a reviewer that is in love with intent as much as me. It's maybe my secret weapon. But rocking and rolling, Peter A. DeLuca here signing out, episode 469. Be on the lookout. Phase 4 is coming at you.